Our scripture reading today comes from the book of Isaiah, chapter 60, verses 1 through 6. Hear now the word of the Lord. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples, but the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look around. They all gather together, they come to you. Your sons shall come from far away, and your daughters shall be carried on their nurses' arms. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and rejoice, because the abundance of the sea shall be brought to you. The wealth of the nations shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you. The young camels of Midian and Ephah, all those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and frankincense. They shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. Friends, this is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. There may be no promise more inspirational, more satisfying, more invigorating and encouraging than this. A multitude of camels shall cover you. I don't know how I've always missed this promise as I've read through Isaiah, but this week when I've been discouraged, I've just reminded myself, don't worry, don't worry. A multitude of camels shall cover you. It's going to be okay. And this morning, for those of us who are cast down at the end of our ropes, God has this amazing news by the power of God. A multitude of camels shall cover us. The young camels of Midian, yes, and also of Ephah, all those from Sheba shall come. Yes, a multitude of camels is coming. The world's may be falling apart. Life may be stressful. Sickness might come, but come what may, at least I know the camels are coming. I have to say it feels like a horrible promise for any number of reasons. First, camels are notoriously unfriendly. They bite. They spit, which I found out is not really spitting. It's really more vomiting. (laughs) Unlike horses, they're a far cry from graceful. So a multitude of them wandering the streets sounds like a public safety hazard. You can see the headline in the clarion, God fulfills promise by delivering multitude of camels. Hospital visits for bite wounds increases 6,000%. And then after an article about the most recent school board meeting, another article, sanitation department now hiring 30 new crew members to deal with mess from camels. (laughs) Which brings us to another piece of this puzzle. We don't have those articles because we don't have many camels in Scottsboro. As far as I'm aware, I've only been here three years, but as far as I'm aware, we don't have any camels in Scottsboro. But if God promises camels to his faithful, and we in fact have no camels, that either means that God is a liar for making this promise, or that there are no Christians worthy of receiving his divine multitude of camels in this entire town. Or, just maybe, it means that this promise isn't meant to be read literally. A multitude of camels shall cover you. How is this promise good news and what does it even mean? That is our challenge this morning. So we're starting with this question, what are camels good for? 
On my research, rumor has it camel's milk is healthier than cow's milk. More protein and whatever the healthy kind of fat is. And a lot of places actually eat camels like we eat beef. So perhaps the multitude of camels is entire to spark a food culinary revolution. Perhaps God's promise is some kind of desert alternative to beef, but are you even allowed to eat God's divine multitude of camels? Is that allowed? And as far as God's promises go, a gamier alternative to beef still seems pretty weak. And yet the promise is here. A multitude of camels shall cover you. The last line of the prophecy holds a clue for us. A multitude of camels shall cover you, the young camels of Midian, and if all those from Sheba shall come, they shall bring gold and frankincense and shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. Who is they? At first it reads like they are the camels. The camels will bring the gold and the frankincense, but it's difficult to imagine a divine multitude of camels proclaiming the praise of the Lord. The gold and frankincense, we recognize that. They're the wise men. In fact, I've just had an epiphany. Thank you, John. It is the reason for this text today. It's about the wise men, which we celebrate on Epiphany Sunday. When travelers come from distant lands with treasures from their homes to praise the baby king named Jesus, and they come on camels. Because camels are pack animals. That's what they're good for. You fill it up with water, which doesn't take long. A camel can drink 50 gallons in three minutes. And then you can load it with over 800 pounds of stuff. So when the wise men see the star uh, and they understand that this child has been born, they understand how incredible this is. They want to bring God more than they can carry. They want to bring God everything. So they load up the camels with gifts from their land and they bring it all to the Lord. The multitude of camels is a promise that when the nations see what God is doing, when they see us reflecting God's presence, they will want to bring God everything. In the 1930s, India was a colony of the British Empire. And as a former colony ourselves, we can understand the pain of being unfairly taxed. The tea tax helped push us over the edge into demanding independence and in India, the British had any number of taxes, but one especially impacted the poorest of the poorest of the poor. The British made it illegal for Indians to collect or sell their own salt. Salt, which was an essential part of their diet necessary for preserving and flavoring food. And normally the poorest of the poor could at least walk to the ocean and collect their own salt, but the British made it illegal. You had to buy it from the British with a steep salt tax tacked on. On March 12, 1930, word began to spread that a man wearing what looked like a sheet named Mahatma Gandhi with some 70 supporters was marching to the ocean. They were going to collect their own salt to protest the injustice of the law. They were staging their own tea party. So Gandhi and his supporters began walking the 240 miles to the ocean. When word spread, the British governor sent home. He wasn't in the least worried. Nothing would happen. No one would care. But as they marched, and as the word spread to the poorest of the poor and to those who were thirsting for justice, they understood. So people took off work. 
And they pre-cooked some meals to leave with the kids. And they called in the grandparents. And they packed some clothes. And they joined the march. And 70 people became hundreds. And it became thousands. And it became hundreds of thousands. Because Gandhi wasn't just collecting some salt. People could see what he was doing. They could see he was taking a stand for the poor. He was taking a stand for dignity and for justice. He was standing up for independence and freedom. And people were inspired. So they dropped what they were doing and they followed. And when Gandhi finished walking those 240 miles and stepped into the ocean to collect his own salt, he wasn't alone. There was a multitude. There was a multitude with him. And by the time the British finally realized how powerful this simple act was, by the time they arrested him, millions had joined him. Like our own tea party, his simple act lit a spark that inspired hope. A simple act that inspired courage and multitudes came to follow. Here in Isaiah, in our text, this is God speaking and this is God's promise. And God says, the world will be covered in darkness. Darkness shall cover the people because they will live in hate and in fear and in apathy. But return to me and my light shall rise upon you. My glory will appear over you. You you will shine in the dark like the sun. You will blaze like wildfire. And our response to this appearance of God is simple obedience to follow God, to keep the commands, to love each other. There's no grand gesture required, no speeches, just living lives defined by the love of Christ. But when God says we do that, what will happen? God says people will be so amazed, so impacted by the vision of God's love that nations shall come to our light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. A multitude of camels shall descend upon us bringing gifts and support. It feels like a horrible promise for any number of reasons. But I want us to pause this morning and remember that this promise came true. This is what happened. The wise men wanted to bring God everything, so they loaded their camels and traveled across the desert to honor and praise the newborn Christ. And since then, kings... And nations again and again in century after century have brought their gifts to the support of the church. And still today, do you know that still today here, people see how we are serving our community, they hear how we love each other, and people ask us, can we write you a check? Can we support what you're doing? Because they see that the Lord has risen upon us. His glory has appeared over us. And people come to the light. The prophecy is true. The camels have come. The camels are coming. When we are bold enough to live into God's call, to live our lives so we display God's love, people see and people want to join. That has not changed. So as 2018 is ending and 2019 is beginning, I want to cast a vision for this year. I'm hoping you'll be interested. I want you to imagine with me how we can live together so that people look at us and see the glory of God reflected. How can we embody God's mission so people look and are inspired? 
They're inspired to stand with us for dignity and for unity and for hope. I'm not talking about a political stance or a political march or giving speeches or a Facebook rant. There's plenty of that. I'm talking about loving each other. Inviting each other into our homes, writing cards, sharing prayers, working together to improve our town, to lift the lowest and to love the lost. Simple. So simple. So here it is as simple as I can. Every week, we seek to be a Christian blessing. Each week, seek to be a blessing, and after each week, write down what you did. That's it. One blessing a week for 52 weeks. Don't make a big deal of it. You don't have to share your list. The list is for you. But here's God's promise to us. If we do that for this year, If we try to reflect God's glory, when next December rolls around, we'll look up and we'll realize that we are, in fact, surrounded by a multitude of camels. Some of them may spit. Some may stink. But we'll realize that people have seen what we're doing and that they want to join. They want to help. They're inspired. We'll look around and realize that we, in one year, have made this town, our families, this church, a little bit of a better place. That we, a little bit, have brought God's kingdom to earth. Nothing fancy. Isaiah describes what happens next like this. He says, we'll look up and see what God has done through us. We'll look around and see how people have been changed. And then he says, you shall see and you shall be radiant. Your heart shall tremble in awe and rejoice. Simple. It starts right here. It starts right here coming to this table, hoping Christ will transform us so we can go out reflecting His glory in everything we do reflecting His glory into 52 blessings, one a week, for one year. Simple. So here's my prayer for this year, for you and for your families. May you live 2019 so that this December, as this year ends, this coming December, you look around and realize that you are, in fact, strangely surrounded by a multitude of camels. May it be so. Let us pray. Lord, in our lives and throughout history, we have seen the proof of this promise. That small, humble acts of love and service inspire people. So this year we pray that you would use us, that you would work through us, that we might reflect your glory. And Lord, as we do, we even pray that you would send a multitude of camels to support us and join us in this mission. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.